0: Welcome to the Ole Law Podcast. This is a podcast that comes to you twice a month. It interrogates technology and the law with a focus on issues such as access to the internet, social media, privacy, data protection, cybersecurity, and cyber crimes. On this podcast, I also occasionally discuss matters on the rule of law and constitutionalism in Kenya. Many thanks to all of you for listening, for your feedback, and for sharing previous episodes. I'm your host, and my name is Mogambi Laibuta. Some of the issues discussed here may be accessed on my website, www.laibuta.com. Laibuta, L-A-I-B-U-T-A. On this episode, I look at the Data Protection Commissioner. The appointment of the Data Protection Commissioner will happen soon, after being nominated by the President and vetted by Parliament. But how important is this position to you and I, to our businesses, to us as individuals, to institutions? One interesting thing is that the nominee gave notice to certain companies that uh, process, collect, um, high amounts of data during the parliamentary vetting process. Another interesting thing is that BBI, the Building Bridges Initiative report, proposes to add as part of the right to data privacy uh, to privacy that one should not have their data infringed. It will be key to see how the data commissioner regulates private sector, whether local private sector, international private sector, public institutions, on how they collect our data, how they process our data, how they store our data, how they keep our data secure. But before we go to that, what really is the role of the data commissioner? When you look at the Data Protection Act, it says that the object of uh, and the purpose of the Act is one to regulate the processing of personal data. And by processing, it simply means how data is collected, how data is analyzed, how it's collected, how it's stored, and how it's transferred. The Act also says it's to ensure that the processing of data bears in mind certain basic data protection principles you may ask what are these data protection principles the data protection act which largely mirrors the internationally accepted principles on data protection says that uh, processing of data should bear in mind the right of privacy of the data subjects, a data subject being you and I as individuals, that processing of data, that is the collection, storage, collection, analysis, and transferring of sharing of data, should be done in a lawful, fair, and transparent manner, that any collection of data, any processing, storage, and sharing of data, should be for a legitimate purpose, that is for the purpose in which it was intended for. Also, that data is only stored for a period that it needs to be used and that there should be a valid explanation whenever information relating to one's family, private affairs, ones for example, DNA, your religious persuasions, your political persuasions, data such as fingerprints, where you live, what you do, that it requires some higher form of protection. And also that everyone should be informed why their data is being collected, and for what purpose it's going to be used. So, ideally, the Data Protection Act, read together with Article 31 of the Kenya Constitution, is the protection of the privacy of individuals. But this to be done, the Data Protection Act establishes an office that is called the Data Protection Commissioner. So, this will be an office with corporate status, so anyone will be able to sue them, it will be able to get into contracts, they'll be be in a position, they'll be empowered by the law to also sue and carry out legal acts for the better performance of um, this act. The Data Protection Commissioner has certain functions. One is to oversee the implementation and be responsible for the enforcement of the Data Protection Act. As we know, since November 2019, when the Data Protection Act came into place, There has been no regulatory authority, there is no oversight mechanism for the principles that I just outlined and for the protection of privacy generally in relation to data protection. So, the Data Protection Commissioner will be the one to ensure your privacy, my privacy, is protected within uh, the confines of the framework provided under the Data Protection Act also the data protection commissioner shall establish a register of data controllers and data processors so data controllers data processors ideally simply put these are institutions with a private with a public that will have will that continuously collect collect analyze store and share our data the data commissioner will also have the powers to verify whether processing of data whether how our data is collected It's done according to the acts, as we know many of us have had these issues where we find telecommunication companies or supermarkets or any other kind of businesses, politicians during campaign times, they get hold of our data, especially for example our email addresses, our phone numbers. And they use that data, for example, for advert for advertising. And some people actually use it for other nefarious, uh, illegal uh, purposes. So it is for the data commissioner to see whether this operations being done in how our data is being collected. It means even the collection of data. You see, when all of us sometimes, most of us, when you get into some buildings, are as or some estates, you are asked, uh, you're asked to write your name at the gate. Your your name. Uh, your id number and your telephone number so it is for the data commissioner to see is that really necessary is it being done the correct way a lot of times people have made complaints to the communication authority of kenya to the ministry of um, ict or even for example in relation to telecommunication companies uh, complaints to the telecommunication companies themselves and many times uh, these requests or these complaints have uh, been ignored the data commissioner is also to promote self-regulation among data controllers and uh, data processors because ideally when we look at almost every other company every other institution every other individual collects data you and i we collect certain amounts of data either within your homes uh, within your businesses but the commissioner is to promote self-regulation so we are we will see what kind of self-regulation what kind of uh, principles this data controller shall promote for different shall propose for different kinds of um, sectors then the data commissioner is also to conduct assessments so these assessments either on their own initiatives or the initiatives of an individual like uh, myself or yourself, and request to ascertain whether information being processed, information being collected by that institution, whether private and public, is in compliance with the Act and um, Article 31 of the Constitution. What is key also in relation, as I said, uh, all these telecommunication companies, businesses, supermarkets, shops that give, collect our data, use that data for Papa says it was not intended to. Let me give an example. Sometimes you may pay, you may go to to a cafe, purchase coffee, purchase tea. Then you pay via pesa. Then you find that that shop now starts using the number that you paid via M-Pesa to give certain information. Most of it is usually advertising to ask you to carry out um, a survey. So the data commissioner will ask the the information that is in possession of um, such a cafe, is it being used for the reason it was intended for? Because if I pay for a cup of tea via M-Pesa, my M-Pesa number is only to be used to verify that I have paid for that cup of tea or cup of coffee. It is not for advertising purposes so this will be interesting so how the office will receive and investigate uh, uh, complaints will be key in ensuring that this act is complied with the data commissioner is to take measures to ensure that the general public are well informed about their data protection rights about their right to privacy the commissioner is also to promote international cooperation undertake uh, research but What I'd like to emphasize is overseeing implementation of this act, receiving and investigating complaints. This said, we need to note that uh, the data commissioner, in as much as the BBI proposes that data protection will be one of the key components of the right to privacy, it does not establish the office of the data protection commissioner, as a chapter 15 constitutional commission or an independent office. Because as we know, the constitution says that these commissions and independent offices should not be subject to the control and direction of any person uh, or authority. But what we find in the Data Protection Act is the Data Protection Commissioner, that is, this commissioner is intended to have a lot of consultations with the cabinet secretary, for example... To establish uh, directorates and you see what this means if this consultation with the cabinet secretary then it's not like the chapter 15 commissions that are not under the direction of control of uh, any uh, any person now ideally what they actually have provided in as much as the data Commissioner is not an independent office in relation to what the Constitution provides for they actually actually have stated that the data commissioner should be indep- is independent and not subject to the direction or control control. control of um, any person while the data commissioner comes into office I personally believe funding will be a challenge because we find that uh, the office of the data commissioner in terms of the role as an investigator as an oversight authority as a regulator there should be enough resources and these resources include um, resources to do with the personnel resources to do help in the investigation in the provision of oversight when we look at data protection authorities across the world, um, examples like the data Com- the data protection commissioner in the Republic of Ireland, there have been a lot of complaints that uh, that authority, that uh, data protection authority has not carried out its mandates properly. And when you analyze it is that it does not have the proper resources because, for example, a data protection commissioner should have personnel that include legal experts, forensic investigators, ICT experts, data analysts. And these individuals are the one to carry out to help the data commissioner to carry out um, this function. Another challenge that I foresee when the data commissioner comes into office is that you find that the act provides for coming up with regulations for example remember i mentioned uh, uh, earlier that the data commissioner is to come up with a register for data controllers and data processors in short a register of institutions corporations business businesses private public uh, or non-governmental that collect analyze certain amounts of data so we are to see what kind of thresholds will the data commissioner uh, set and if should do this, the data commissioner should do this in consultation with the cabinet secretary so we find that there's very heavy role there's a heavy role of the cabinet secretary in the operationalization or implementation of this act so what kind of if we look at this register uh, we can only guess perhaps telecommunication companies banks uh, insurance academic institutions will need to be in that register but then what about the small institutions the small corporations uh, maybe SMEs that may not be in that register you see there's that role that the data commissioner shall promote uh, self-regulation so we have to see what kind of regulations will the data commissioner come up to ensure that there is self-regulation what about if self-regulation fails then so, this issue of thresholds, I think it's something that, as I say, we, we really need to, to think about. Hopefully, the commissioner, just uh, once they are appointed, they shall be in a position to come up with these regulations on the register. What kind of uh, institution should be in the register? Why and why not? Now the volume of complaints may overwhelm the data commissioner i think uh, because there are a lot of complaints about how people's data is handled especially now that we are going to an election the data commissioner the the, the proposed data commissioner worked at uh, the IBC, so this should be interesting because we remember in the 2017 campaigns uh, i mean from where many years or a few years before the 2017 elections there was the cambridge Analytica scandal It's been handled in other jurisdictions whereby the investigation there have been investigations called court cases within the european union Uh, there there have been hearings within congress senate in the u.s and there are potential suits to be filed in canada so the data protection the proposed data protection commissioner having that experience working within the uh, elections sector how will they handle this because we know for example recently i've just noticed that there are people who are creating so many twitter bots and these twitter bots are what were used by for example by cambridge analytica bots uh, on different platforms and it was especially on twitter and facebook so how will the data commissioner deal with a situation such as the cambridge Analytica one because we know in as much as there is no company known as cambridge analytica anymore we know that the technology cambridge analytica used is still in operation and there are many other companies that have mushrooms around the world that use that kind of technology so something to watch but it will be crucial to see how this uh, the data commissioner uh, handles uh, complaints because the act the data protection act provides that the commissioner should facilitate conciliation, mediation, negotiation uh, on disputes arising uh, from the act which I say this is curious because when the data when the nominee was being vetted by Parliament they stated that there are certain companies they will take action against. Uh, but the act promotes uh, conciliation mediation and negotiation so are we saying that will perhaps this uh, data commissioner adopt a more adversarial system and perhaps disregard what the act says on issues of conciliation uh, and mediation but Notwithstanding, the act provides that uh, if someone is not um, happy with what the data commissioner rules or decides, because the data commissioner can order, for example, an institution that carries out a lot of data processing to, for example, ensure that they are compliant, have an institution data protection policy, delete data that uh, they have collected uh, that is against the provisions of uh, of the act, but of course the high court provides a good uh, remedy. I mean, should provide effective remedies for any individuals who are aggrieved by decisions of the data commissioner. The question on this, especially on litigation, is whether the data commissioner, that office will, be, will have the proper resources to litigate, have the competent legal practitioners who understand data protection. Some of you may be well aware of the scrams to decision that was to the effect that um, in Europe now, data should not be transferred to the United States unless it follows strictly provisions under the General Data Protection uh, Regulations, that is the GDPR. And what happened in that case, what is ha- what is coming up now, is that the Data Protection authorities that had handled that complaint are being slapped by with huge uh, legal fees cost by the by the petitioners who won uh, that uh, case like scrams the individual called scrams in as much as the data commissioner may may collect these complaints may, may, may address these complaints make rulings enforcement mechanisms uh, will be something that we need to watch out for Because in the European Union, for example, under the GDPR, data protection authorities have been under fire for not issuing the proper sanctions and for not following up on these sanctions that they met against whether small companies, uh, whether big companies, how to deal with international data controllers and processors. And I think uh, the nominated data commissioner was very clear about this, that they shall deal with certain companies appropriately. But will they allow for conciliation, mediation and negotiation to take place? Or if they don't, will they be under fire, just like the Irish Data Protection Authority has been under constant fire for not acting uh, against uh, Facebook for violations of uh, the GDPR. There's quite some work for the data commissioner and lastly how the data commissioner will handle issues relating to how public bodies process and store data because we know there have been there have been allegation of a lot of data leaks especially within public uh, bodies but we know that section 51 of the data protection act provides for uh, issues dealing with national security or public interest should be exempt within the act so will the data commissioner actually provide for clear guidelines on how in as much as the exemptions under 51 there should be some guiding principles for public institutions carrying out uh, national security or public interest purposes to follow to ensure that the right to privacy because of course article 31 on the right to privacy reigns supreme in uh, when vis-a-vis the data protection act but i think it will be it is exciting to note that now soon we will have a data protection commissioner but we are here to see how will they carry out uh, their role will they learn into the same problems that uh, data protection authorities around the world uh, the challenges they have been facing some of which uh, i have mentioned but at the very basic level we will have somewhere to now go file our complaints when we feel that that supermarket, that business, that telecommunication company, that politician, that political party is collecting and using our data for purposes that it was not intended for. That is all for this episode. Thank you for listening, for comments and feedback on these episodes or previous episodes. I am on Twitter, at O-L-E-Z, Twitter at O-L-E-Z, Facebook ole Laibuta. My email is mugambi at laibuta.com. Until next time, goodbye and kwaheri.